The Daily Rios, for December 5th, 2012. New Comics Wednesday. And hey, look, it's not 3 a.m. How about that? It's not actually a long list today for New Comics Wednesday, so I'm just going to run that down uh, of the books that I saw on the list and I thought, hey, these are kind of cool. But then I'll also do uh, a previews for the December previews for book shipping, mostly in February, since this will probably be a shorter episode. So let's look at the books that came out today that if you haven't gone to your comic store, maybe check these out, or if you buy books online, uh, ask one of your online dealers if, uh, if if these are interesting to you, if they can throw it into your next shipment. We have Human Bomb Number 1 miniseries from DC Comics. This is by Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray, with art by Jerry Ordway, who, there's a guy who hasn't been on my radar for a bit. Uh, what I like about this is it seems like Palmiotti and Gray are kind of inheriting DC's Earth X characters, the Freedom Fighter characters, Freedom Fighters characters from uh, this new DC reboot. They did a Freedom Fighter Fighters miniseries and an Uncle Sam in the Freedom Fighter miniseries and also a series prior to the DC reboot a couple number of years before that. And they both worked on, they were the writers for the Ray miniseries with artist uh, Jamal Eigel. Uh, they also worked on Phantom Lady with Dollman that's going on right now with artist Cat Stagg. So now they're taking on the Human Bomb, which I think is awesome. From IDW, another issue of Womanthology, Space Anthology, number three. Uh, this time around with Robin Firth and Trina Robbins and a whole bunch more. From Image Comics, here it is, Butcher Baker, Righteous Maker, hardcover, $24.99, eight issues plus extra content by Joe Casey and Mike Huddleston. Not for everybody, but if you like in-your-face experimental comics that really use the medium of comics as much as they're able to, um, this is for you. I, I really do think this is like, it's like American Flag meets Casanova by way of by way of, like, martial law, which we'll talk about in a minute. Also from Image and Top Gal, the free issue, Cyberforce Number 2, which uh, they're putting out for free because they had a huge Kickstarter campaign, and uh, the first five issues are going to be free. So you can get the second issue there. Uh, from Image, uh, a series called Blackacre Number 1. I'm not so sure about it. I'm just kind of trying it out based on the premise. The story is by Duffy Boudreaux. The art is by Wendell uh, Cavalcanti. And it says, 100 years after the fall, a new great game begins. A retired soldier on a secret mission sent out from the walled city and the only life he's ever known into the violent wilderness of the world after the fall. Tribal cults, roaming bands of barbarians, vicious warlords, a startling new take on the post-apocalypse uh, comic. So there you go. Check that out. May, might be good, might not be good. I don't know. We'll see. And then a trade paperback from Image, Think Tank, that has been getting some buzz on Twitter. I see it every now and then, and people really liking it. Matt Hawkins, Rasan Ekadel, who was the artist on Top Cow's Echoes, and also was the artist on Cleaners from Dark Horse. And basically, uh, there's a, a doctor who is a child prodigy, an inventor, a genius, a slacker, but also a mass murderer. And when a military think tank... Uh, when their smartest scientist decides he can no longer stomach creating weapons of destruction, will he be able to think his way out of his dilemma or find himself subject to the machinations of smaller men? It's fourteen ninety nine. collects the four-issue series so far, 
And like I said, it's been getting some buzz, so I've thought about possibly, you know, picking that up. Marvel has a whole bunch of Marvel Now books out. Two new series, Avengers number one and Thunderbolts number one, coming out today. Avengers number one is by Jonathan Hickman and Jerome Pena. I gotta love that creative team, so I'm hoping that book uh, really hits home for me. And then Thunderbolts number one, Daniel Way, Steve Dillon, collecting the group of Red Hulk, Elektra, Punisher, and Deadpool. Not so sure about this one. Kind of feels like, on the surface, because I haven't read anything about it, it almost feels like this is the Avengers version of what Uncanny X-Force is to the X-Men, right? Sort of collecting the fringe characters of the event. I mean, that's kind of stretching it with, with Elektra and Punisher, I know, and Deadpool, but I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm not so sure about the that one. Uh, and then some continuing series here from Marvel Now, All-New X-Men number three, Deadpool number three, Iron Man number three, Red She-Hulk number 60. The only one of those I'm really looking forward to reading is All-New X-Men number three. We shall see. Uh, so that's it. And and oddly enough, this is the second week of New Comics Wednesday where in the other publishers section, I really didn't see much that struck my fancy. And, and it's not that there wasn't anything at all. Just, it just, there wasn't anything that I thought, oh, this would be cool, I should pass this along, or something that I was really looking forward to. So unfortunately, um, that's all I have for New Comics Wednesday for now. So because... New Comics Wednesday is so short. I'm going to jump into previews. Again, this is the new previews coming out in December for books mostly shipping in February. Uh, quite a number of recommendations, many of which, again, I'll be getting myself. And obviously there's a lot more in that big catalog, but I'm just trying to hit the number ones, the collections that I think are interesting, some indie stuff. Um, I'm not going to go through my entire list. Uh, first up, again, we'll stick with Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy Point One by Brian Michael Bendis and Steve McNiven. Obviously, there's a movie coming out. Makes sense that uh, the, they're going to get a second life uh, as as the Marvel Now initiative rolls on. I haven't read much about it. I did read the little bit that was in the Marvel Point One, Marvel Now Point One book. I'm hoping that this isn't a restart of the concept. And what I mean by that, I hope it's not one of those, here's the team getting together for the first time, because then that means that's not building on everything that has been going on since Annihilation, the first Annihilation series. Well, hell, since Thanos, since Keith Giffen took over the, the last six issue, six issues of a Thanos series in the, um, I guess it was like mid-2000s. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to try to rebrand it uh, for the movie uh, coming out, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, another new Marvel Now series, Nova Number 1 by Jeff Loeb and Ed McGuinness. Hard for me to ignore that team. Uh, regardless of their track record, I just sometimes can't resist the urge to pick up a number one issue from that team. Uh, we have Uncanny X-Men 1 and Number 2. Not only are they shipping in the same month, they're shipping back-to-back, week-to-week. This is by Brian Michael Bendis and Chris Pichalo. This is the flip side, I assume, of what's going on in all-new X-Men. So I'm interested to, to pick that up. Uh, Fearless Defenders, number one, another Marvel Now series by Cullen Bunn and Will Sliney, putting together uh, one of the Daughters of the Dragon, Misty Knight, I believe, and um, Valkyrie, in a, I don't know, is it trying to capture the same Birds of Prey audience? Maybe. Um, I know that there was a Marvel pitch 
by a female creative team for an all-female cast book, but obviously they didn't pick it up, and I always find it amusing that when these things happen um, with Marvel, there's no outrage, right? If this was DC, everybody would be like, oh, well, why didn't you pick up so-and-so, like they did with Amethyst, right? Renee Delise put out this really great proposal for Amethyst, and uh, it was, it was, you know, probably would have done well, just as well as maybe a sort of sorcery, but they didn't go with it and everybody was outraged. And, and even though there's a female writer on sort of sorcery, but you know, with Marvel that nobody ever, I don't know, you know, they, they're, they're too afraid of Marvel, I guess. Um, again, they won't give them their exclusive content if they say bad things about Marvel. Anyway, um, Secret Avengers number one, also coming out in February. This is Nick Spencer, Luke Ross. I like Nick Spencer. This book is obviously capitalizing on the Avengers movie based on the team, um, at least the S.H.I.E.L.D. side of things because it's the new Nick Fury, Maria Hill, um, Agent Coulson, Hawkeye, Black Widow. Um, not so sure about this one, but we'll see how it goes. And uh, certainly Black Widow, her, her credibility has just shot through the roof with, with that movie. She is everywhere these days. Um, and then we also have Iron Man 6 with a bold new direction on it, which makes me think 1 through 5 were just a waiting game to allow um, the Guardians of the Galaxy book to come out because Iron Man is supposedly going to join that team. So I guess they make sense that they want to sync up Guardians of the Galaxy with Iron Man since he's going to be out in space. But then it kind of makes me wonder, you know, this whole year long, or this whole long plan that all these writers have. Um, I guess not for Iron Man. From Dark Horse, Mind Management, Volume 1 Hardcover by Matt Kint, 1999. Collecting issues 1 through 6. Pick that up. Wacky series, but some great, great comics going on there. From DC, I alluded to this earlier, Martial Law Deluxe by Pat Mills and Kevin O'Neill, $49.99. I only ever read the first couple issues of this when it was coming out through Epic, I believe. So it's this has taken a real interesting journey. I think Top Shelf was supposed to release this, and now DC has it. And I'm not really quite sure why, but um, here it is. Uh, a deluxe hardcover edition collecting so much stuff. Um, the premise is, this futuristic law official is charged with policing superheroes gone rogue by any means necessary all life while fighting his own self-hatred for being the thing he hates most, a superhero. This is sort of why this book reminds, or I should say Butcher Baker reminds me of this book, because it's raunchy, it's fun, it's um, in your face, and even the artwork is not not similar, but there there's echoes of it. Um, and this collects a lot, collects Martial Law 1 through 6, a one-shot called Fear and Loathing, another... One Shot, Martial Law Takes Manhattan, Martial Law Kingdom of the Blind, The Hateful Dead, Super Babylon, and Secret T Tribunal 1 through, T 1 through 2. Excuse me. All of those things I had no idea. I only knew about the, mini the miniseries uh, or the series. Um, I didn't know about all those one-shots. So, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome book. I believe it's coming out in April, not in February, but I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, we also have New Teen Titans Omnibus Volume 3, which is all the post-Judas contract stuff from the um, third or fourth year of Wolfman Perez uh, of their run. This is where they're going up against the Hive. It's also the first Trigon story of the Baxter run, and uh, it collects Donna Troy 38, who, which is the Who is Donna Troy story, and why it's coming so late in the series, I don't know. I just don't understand that. Also, Hellblazer 300, which is the final issue of that series, 
I love anniversary issues, so I'll probably pick that up. We have Jeff Lemire taking over Green Arrow. We have a new uh, series, Katana. Another new series, Vibe. Looking forward to that. Grant Morrison's final issue on Action Comics. Keith Giffing returning to Legion of Superheroes with Paul Levitz. And the final issue of Young Justice, if you were reading that all in February. And then we have Batman Volume 1, Trade Paperback, Court of Owls, along with uh, the Volume 1 of All-Star Western, which also sort of kind of ties in there. So look, take a look out uh, for those in February. From IDW, Kill Shakespeare returns with a miniseries called Tide of Blood, one of five, co-created and written by Anthony Del Cole and Connor McCreary, with art by Andy Belanger. Uh, and this is what Alan Moore did with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and all those um, horror concepts or, or um, classic literature concepts. This is kind of what they do with Kill Shakespeare. Or maybe it's closer to what Fables does to all the fables and fairy tales. It takes all of Kill Shakespeare's plays and characters and puts them together in a larger story. If you know Shakespeare's works, you're going to really appreciate it. And if you're only passingly familiar with them, maybe it's a, it's a little bit of a stretch. But I really enjoyed the first series. So excited to see it coming back. I had no idea it was coming back. But I'm, I'm all in for that. Um, a couple from Image, Snapshot 1 of 4 by Andy Diggle and Jock. Uh, they were the team behind The Losers and Green Arrow Year One. And this is about a comic store own, uh, worker who finds a lost cell phone and discovers a whole snapshot uh, gallery of a murder victor victim. And then it just goes on from there. And this is their first ever creator-owned work together. So that's pretty exciting. Also from Image, Five Weapons, One of Five by Jimmy Robinson of Bomb Queen. Uh, the premise of this makes it feel like it's kind of like Morning Glories meets uh, Battle Royale. Uh, it's basically by, uh, about a school that educates the children of assassins in the five uh, different weapons. Um, you know, And each one of them belongs to a club. Knives, staves, archery, exotics, and guns. And uh, a new kid shows up and turns everything on its on its head, so um, that looks like to that looks to be like a fun irreverent series. We had Ravine Volume One by Stepan Stepan Sedjic, uh, an artist on artifacts and Witchblade. This is uh, a complete story. Um, he is writing and doing the art. So if you're familiar with him and you like his work, here's uh, for the first time his own his own work, complete work. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of um, independent stuff going on. We have Princeless Returning, Volume 2, with Issue 1 from Action Labs. If you uh, were a fan of that first series, here comes the second series. Uh, we have a, uh, what's called the Daniel Klaus Reader from Fanographics, taking a, look, taking a look at the work of Daniel Klaus. We have Muse, Muse hardcover by Terry Dotson. And by the Dotson, this is a, a bedé book. Of, of Terry Dotson artwork, of beautiful Terry Dotson artwork. It's amazing what, what, this, what it looks like. I mean, if you like his artwork in comics, you're going to love it here in a book called Muse. We have, uh, finally, uh, Flash Gordon Complete Library, Volume 3, coming out from Titan Publishing. And I doubt that will actually ship, ship in February. I'm sure that will be a couple months late, just like all the other volumes. 
but I've always wanted to read those stories, and now they are up to Volume 3. I know Volume 1 is out. I don't remember if Volume 2 is out. But, um, yeah, I, I really want to dig into that stuff. So there you go. That's my quick previews look for books shipping mostly in February, as well as New Comics Wednesday for today. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, peter at thedailyrios.com or drop a note on the website, thedailyrios.com. And uh, if you haven't uh, dropped a review on iTunes, please do so. I'd appreciate that and help spread the word. All right, I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye.